Good morning and welcome to another episode of Drive with Healthy Entrepreneur. My name's Rebecca Corbett and I'm the Healthy Entrepreneur and you're going to be with me for the next 10 minutes of guilt-free procrastination. Guilt-free because it's only 10 minutes out of your day and um, we all know that we like to distract ourselves with other things. So kick back, take 10 and then you can crack back into work. So for those of you who have listened before, you would notice the absence of the road noise um, and my indicator in the background. So I am actually away for work and my drive to work this morning is actually only about four minutes long and we all know that I struggle to keep my content in under 10 minutes. Um, So recording in the hotel room this morning instead. So this week I want to talk about when is it time to employ someone? So it's a question that I get a lot um, where someone has started as a sole trader and they've built up their client base and they're doing their own bookkeeping, they're doing all of their own admin, their own marketing, um, their own quoting, all that jazz. They're doing everything themselves. They're wearing all the hats in business. And now they're just so flat out busy that they need some help. And more often than not, they'll tell me that they need the help to be able to get more clients, um, but that they don't really have the money to pay someone. And what ends up happening is they end up paying their employee and all of their profits are gone. And, you know, six months later, they find themselves in a lot of trouble and they're not making any money themselves again. Um, So when is the right time to hire an employee? Is it when you are so busy that you can't cope with it on your own anymore? Well, yes, in a way, but there are so many other things that you can do before you hire an employee um, that can can help you earn um, an, a higher percentage of profit whilst you're working by yourself. So what are some of those things? Well, you could streamline your marketing where you only spend a couple of hours once a month creating your content You can then schedule your content to social media. You can then also um, look at your other marketing strategies outside of social media. You can schedule all of those as well because, yes, marketing does exist outside of social media. You can schedule that as well so that you deal with your marketing in a couple of hours once a month rather than trying to post along the way. And you'll actually find that your strategy is more effective doing that. If you're not really great at the marketing, you could outsource that. Um, There are people out there who will take care of your social media. You send them some images. They'll let you know what to send and they'll write all of your copy and they'll schedule it for you. Um, Or you can just hire a copywriter to help you write the posts and then schedule it yourself. Um, Or you can go scale up to an ads manager who will actually do ads on Facebook for you. Now, ads managers don't typically post organic content to your page. Um, However, some will have um, people that they work with that do, or they might have someone in their team that does. So it's not a blanket rule. Everyone is different. So outsourcing that media, that's one less thing that you have to do, and it will probably be more effective and you'll end up with extra clients anyway, who will help pay for your employee. So that would be the first thing that I would look at. The second thing that I would look at is, are you working well into the night on your bookkeeping 
or is your bookkeeping well behind and then when your BAS is due, you're spending three days getting it sorted because that's three days of billable work that you're not going to get done. And if you're doing it on the weekend and you're not spending time with your family, then it's probably time to, to do something about it. Oh, pardon me. Oh, very early this morning. Um, so having a look at outsourcing your bookkeeping to somebody else who knows what they're doing um, could save you a ton of time and their outsource fee will be less than paying an employee. Same with outsourcing your marketing. All of these things that I'm talking about outsourcing, you might be thinking, but that's going to cost me money. Yeah, it will, but it's probably less than an employee's wage. The other thing that you can have a look at doing is how are you taking inquiries? How do people get in touch with you? To actually, oh, bad. I really need some extra sleep today. Um, how do people get in touch with you to actually book in for you to do their job or their service? Um, do you have um, an electronic way of doing this? If you don't, now's the time to have a look at it. Um, you might have um, not done that in the past because of costs, especially job management programs that can make your life a bit easier. You might have said no because of cost before, but you know some of the most complicated and expensive job management programs that I've seen are fifty, sixty dollars a month. How much is an employee going to cost you? So if you can streamline that process where people can book online and you don't even have to talk to them. Um, like especially your repeat clients, if you take repeat clients, um, if they can book online, if they can see your schedule and they can book themselves online, um, then that is even better. And then you can use a job management system. They can talk to each other or they don't have to. Um, and you put the job in through there. So if you need to quote, wow, three in 10 minutes. Um, if you need to quote your work before you do it, a job management program that allows for quoting as well will mean that when you come to invoice, it will be very, very quick. So you set up the quote and you put all of the items in. And if you if you say you're an electrician and you have a bunch of items, um, you can set those up in your quoting program so that you just click them and you don't have to go searching for the cost. Um, if you then want to install the light switch, you can set that up as like a kit where the switch, the wire, the time, everything that you use to install a switch is accounted for. And then you just pick install the light switch instead of all of the different components. Um, so whilst you might spend some time on your quoting, once that is done and you send it to the client and they accept it electronically, you can then click turn this into a job and add it to your schedule yourself if you're not using a scheduling tool. Um, and then you can just click a button and it turns into an invoice. You have the option to amend it. We all know that someone will book you in for one light switch and you get there and, oh, this isn't working and that's not working and that's not working and soon it, it blows out a little bit. Um, you, can, you can add those to your invoice retrospectively and then you click go on the invoice. So you can actually do that on a tablet or a phone if you are patient enough for your tiny screen whilst you are on the job. So before you get in your car and you drive away, you get out your tablet, you add in the extra things that you needed to, you tick off the job is done and you press send on the invoice and it is sent before you've even left. You can go one step further than that and prepare it, show it to the client on the screen of your tablet um, and you can actually take payment by card. If you connect 
um, a card payment to your invoicing. It's a little link on the invoice. It's designed to send the invoice. They click the link and they put in their card details. But you can show them the invoice on the screen of your tablet. If they are happy, click the link and put in their card details and pay you right then and there. Or you can go and use something like Square where they tap their card if you wanted to do that with a traditional FPOS method. Um, so then you are taking payment while you're there. So what does that do? Well, it adds maybe five, ten minutes onto your job. And we all know that they're probably going to talk to you at the end of the job anyway. So do it while they're talking to you. Um, and it means that you have invoiced and you have collected payment in that 10 minutes before you've left the job. So now you're not going home invoicing at night when we all forget things, then sending the invoice, and then you're probably chasing them for payment later because they haven't paid. Some people will, some people will not, and then you're spending time chasing them for payment and you may never get paid for what you're doing. So by implementing a few bits of technology um, and electronic things that will talk to each other or they may not, um, you may elect to have things still separate so that you don't have to pay extra money for them to be linked. Um, by doing that, it can also then talk to your accounting system and you can see how that would make your day a lot quicker. So instead of hiring an employee right away, if you're a sole trader, you might like to have a look at your processes, see how you can streamline them and see how you can work smarter and not harder. And then that way, you'll be more equipped to take on an employee I see a lot of sole traders that take on employees. They don't have employee contracts. They don't know how much they actually need to pay them. They'll often start paying cash, big no-no. And also, um, you can't deduct that as an expense against your business. So you're going to be paying tax on that money. So why do it to yourself? Um, and they, they haven't got all of the ins and outs. So if you are thinking it's time to start hiring an employee, I really suggest that you talk to someone who knows about it and how to do it. If you have a bookkeeper or an accountant that you trust, you might want to talk to them first and just find out the award rate and what you need to pay them. Um, but then you may decide that you need a HR specialist for your employee contract. It depends on your um, your industry. Um, you can get sample employee contracts on the Fair Work Australia website. Um, Fair Work Australia um, are the people who take care of employees and the rules and the legislation. So head to their website. You can get more than enough information there. And if you're having issues to um, understand what they're saying, go to a translator, <laughs> a.k.a. a bookkeeper, um, and see if they can give you a hand before you um, pay a HR specialist. But they definitely have their place for um, doing your employee contracts, especially if you have um, a more complicated circumstance. So when is it time to hire an employee? Really only you can answer that question, but you want to make sure that you've done everything else that you can that is a little bit cheaper first to streamline your work so that when you get an employee, they're only working the hours that they need to so that you can keep those wages down and your billable hours up. You don't want them, you know, doing paperwork and things like that, but if they can do invoicing um, on the job, um, it might just be that you want to hire an apprentice that can run around and clean up after you while you're there so that you get the jobs done quicker. Um, you know, there's all different versions of when to hire an employee, but just make sure that you've um, had a look at all of your options first. So that's it for me this week. Thank you for joining me on my non-drive <laughs> sit in my hotel room um, this morning. I hope that's given you some food for thought. If you have any further questions, you can contact me on Instagram or Facebook. You just search for the Healthy Entrepreneur Official um, and you can send me through a message that way. Um, and if it's something that I can't help you with um, because of legalities, then I will pass you on to somebody who can. 
or I'll pass you on to the website that can and translate that for you. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you all next week. Have a great weekend. Bye.